Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. What's going on, everybody? It's DJ I Am Mike, 88.1 FM, WKNC Raleigh. I'm on the phone right now with Con coming out of Baltimore, Maryland, man. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. Not much. Just, uh, just working, man. It's working. What's going on here? Doing that thing. That's what's up, Eddie. I'm just down here. Uh, your manager sent me sent me your uh, SoundCloud link, and dog, that that joint was crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you don't understand. I get so I'm like as the urban music director, I get so many emails per week of just nonsense. You know, <laughs> like it's so, it's so hard to sift through what's good and what's not. And your email, like the manager, the email your manager sent was just like a breath of fresh air. So we were jumping around in the office listening to your SoundCloud page. Yeah, I appreciate Dude, that, man. I appreciate that. So dope. So what? What? I mean, tell tell us about yourself, man. What What are you about? Um, I'm. I mean, by myself, I'm 24. I'm from High County, Maryland. It's not that far from Baltimore. Um, okay. it's not Baltimore exactly though. But I mean, I've been rapping. I've been freestyling my whole life, but I've only been like writing and recording for the past like three and a half, maybe like a little bit under four years. All right. Um, I've been listening to rap since I was like ten years old. Honestly, like I started out listening to Tupac. I bought like every Tupac project I could find, and I just was listening to freestyling. I mean, I, I haven't really been doing it that long, so I mean, I'm still learning, but I've definitely been listening and studying hip hop since I started listening to music. Well, you're a good student. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you that much. Like, for real, man. I'm, I'm a huge hip-hop head. I'm a little older. I'm in my late 20s, and I'm from the Bronx. So I'm very I'm very picky about who I tell is dope and who I tell to, to work on their craft. And you're definitely doing your thing, man. Appreciate um, that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, So who are your biggest influences in, like, in the game? And hip hop. Um, growing up a lot, I listened to I listened to like just Tupac for like two years, honestly. Like just Tupac really? by itself. Yeah, like okay. nothing but Tupac. Everything from strictly for my niggas up to like Are You Still Down, like a lot of the posthumous projects. Um yeah. Illmatic. I loved Illmatic growing up. I loved Ready uh Reasonable Doubt growing up by Jay. Uh Absolutely. Ready to Die was classic. I love that joint. And uh, mm-hmm. Lifestyles of the Poor and Righteous by uh, Big L. I really love that joint, too. Absolutely. That's, that's, we share that one. I, that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, I mean, L was definitely, in my opinion, above his time, ahead of his time. He was, he he was really rapping was. with Jay. He was rapping with Jay when Jay was in his prime, when Jay was rapping fast and he was using the triplets and all the faster and different, more intricate flows. And he, L was right up there with him. He was holding his oh, own. A lot of people say that if L didn't die, we wouldn't really know much about Jay-Z, that he would have yeah. <laughs> taken his place. It's, it's a lot of guys that if they hadn't, if they hadn't passed before, you know what I mean? If they hadn't passed, there's a lot of people we wouldn't have. Pun right. was still yeah. around. Oh, man, Pun. You know, as a Bronx cat, you, know, you couldn't get away from Pun <laughs> when I was a kid, man. Like, it was just raw. Pun. Like, it was yeah. just raw, and it was just capital punishment was one of the – nobody – people don't even really talk about it like that, which is crazy. Like when they talk about like greatest projects, like you'll hear it in certain arguments, but it's like only amongst like real hip hop people. Like yeah, pun, pun is definitely like a hip hop heads MC. Like he wasn't around long enough to make it into like the you know the the household name category. Yeah, no, nah, he you wasn't, know? and it's sad because he was. Well, so yeah, skilled. it really is. Especially like so to die that way, you know, like he just you know like that was like part of his brand was to be that big fat guy. <laughs> 
But yeah, and it and it ended up exactly. It ended up being his downfall. A lot of them guys, but they live by their images. Their images that like they created for themselves through their music and through the visuals. Like they lived and died by that. That's just how hip hop was. It wasn't as it wasn't as like mainstream as it is nowadays. Well, that's yeah. No, that's a really good point. And as like you're you're a younger cat. You know, you 24. You know, like so you you a lot of the people your age rapping in the game like have a totally different way that they go about it. And from what I hear and from what you're saying, like you're you're a student of the old school. So how much do you feel that that needs to you know like there needs to be a balance between the two worlds? Like how do you go about it? I mean, I like a lot of the newer guys. Like I like Chance the Rapper. I like Vic Mensa. I like I love Logic. Like I didn't start taking rap like seriously till I went to a Logic show. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like I went to a Logic show. He performed at Soundstage in Baltimore, and I went there. And then that was the night I decided I'm gonna start writing raps. Like, there's a lot of new guys who do stuff. Like, some of the stuff Future does, I can listen to that. Like, I can appreciate any type of music, but I do think there has to be growth because it's a lot of guys that were inspired by, like, newer generation guys like Kanye West. There's a lot of guys like G-Eazy, like Chance, Mick Jen- not Mick Jenkins, but Chance. There's a lot of different guys that were inspired by Kanye West. I like Mick Jenkins. He's another cat out of Chicago, Alex Wiley. Like, uh-huh. it's a lot of new stuff is dope, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree. It's just, you know, it's different. There's... There's always going to be that in any kind of genre, and especially since hip hop is getting older, there's always going to be that kind of divide of like the old cats, you know, the old traditionalists, and then the young cats, you know. But then it's like, it's like you know, I kind of asked you that question because some some younger guys I talk to are like, you know, from a camp where they're like, well, forget about the old stuff. We're doing our own thing, you know. Yeah. I don't I feel. How, how do you feel about that? My opinion that, doesn't really matter much. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I think that's, like, the worst part about being a rapper nowadays is, like, how little respect a lot of these, like, how little of appreciation a lot of these guys have for, like, these older projects. Because when they listen to it, if you're not a hip-hop head, you're not really searching for it. So if you're not searching right. for it when you hear it, you're not going to be, like, overly impressed. And they hear it, and it's, like, the production, in terms of, like, production nowadays, like, a lot of people like that trap stuff. So the more boom bap prevalent stuff, they're not going to really be feeling, but it's like no other genre in music. Like you don't hear metalheads like bashing classic metal bands. Like you don't hear rock artists no. like cl- like trashing classic rock artists. But in hip hop, it's like it's newer generation is like they just think they think about it differently. They look at it differently. They look at it like more for the money, for real, for yeah. real. And when you, you lose that passion, that love for the art, I feel like it's like you just lose all respect for like these guys. Nobody, we wouldn't be able to rap it for Rakim didn't rap the way he rapped. Like, if Houdini didn't do the stuff he did, like, we wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff. So it's like, you kind of got to have respect for the people that came before you. No, that's a really good point. That's a very good point. I've actually said that to people before. Like, you never, no other genre do you hear people bashing the people that came before them. Nah, I feel like hip-hop is so competitive. I feel like just, like, the competitive nature, because no other genre is as competitive as, as, as rap is, you know, yeah, fundamentally. It's like a sport. It's like a yeah. sport. Guys look at it like it's a sport. And in yeah, other genres, they look at it like it's an art. Yeah. Like, so you just look is, at it like it's an art. So with that competitiveness, how how is what's the scene like up in up in Maryland where you, where you're coming from? Like, was, to get to the point where you're getting you know emails sent to a music director down in North Carolina, you've obviously been making moves. So what's the environment like up there in Maryland? I mean, honestly, I think there's talented artists in Maryland. I do. Like I'll. I'll come across stuff on the internet where it'll be like a guy from Maryland and it'll be really dope. 
It's just mm-hmm. like the DMV. Maryland is definitely like a part of the DMV area, like the DC, uh, Virginia area as uh-huh. well. Like it's it's all connected, and it's more like, in my personal opinion, it's more like the crab and the barrel mentality. Like it's it's very few like genuine artists and like genuine people in Maryland. So it's kind of yeah. like people are either kind of like eat off each other or like they just kind of stick to themselves. Like I just choose to stick to myself just to avoid yeah. all that, just to like just constantly only focus on the music. Cause like when you get caught up in all that other stuff a lot of these other guys are caught up in like just trying to get on blogs and just trying to do stuff for the look instead of just doing the work that's how you lose a lot of like you can lose a lot of fans like that you can lose a lot of progression like that just by focusing on the wrong stuff you can make a nice you can make a nice looking shell but if there's nothing inside of it it really doesn't matter yeah exactly you can get on all the blogs you want but if there's no real following behind your music or even substance behind your music to begin with you're not going to get very far nah you're, you're absolutely right man you know, for someone who hasn't been doing this that long, you're pretty wise in the game, man. You gotta give me credit, bro. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's just like when you you read these autobiographies or like, I don't know, it don't come on no more, but you watch like behind the music and all that stuff. Like, uh-huh. it's always like the same stuff. It's always like the same. And it don't really matter what genre it is. It's always the same things that like bring people down or like stop their progression. So it's like, it's 2015, like, we got the internet, like, all this information's out here, like, you can study, like, artists, any artist, any popular artist, you can study their rise and their fall, and it's like, if you just try to work on not following in those same footsteps in terms of where they came short, like, you should be good. Absolutely, the power's in the hands of the artists now, man, you know, exactly. you guys don't need record labels, you don't need A&Rs, you know, they're still around to keep the people that made the money off them originally, you know, <laughs> the yeah. money in their pockets, but, you know, you you know, you're in a in a great like a, the best situation that any artist has been in a while. You know. Yeah, I mean, like the possibility because of the internet, like we can do anything nowadays because of the internet. It's Absolutely. just about taking advantage of it. Yeah, man, that's sucks. So you got any um, so like you got a bunch of SoundCloud tracks. So what's when when are we getting the album? When's that gonna happen? The album, the album, probably like an album for me of like all original tracks. Probably isn't gonna come to mid next year. I got like a a five track remix project dropping on the twenty second, and I'm always just throw songs and videos out. But like okay. in terms of like original stuff, I don't really want to just rush and throw it out. So I'm kind of waiting yeah. to Absolutely. like mid next year. Yeah, especially for you know an independent, an independent free first release. You know. Yeah. Don't don't make us wait too long, man. I've been, tell, I've been telling everybody, you know, I got you got to send me some some edited tracks. I've been talking about how dope you are, and I need to play it on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we're we're in the process of getting all that because it's. I mean, it's just like nowadays, it's like it's kind of the same grind for everybody. At least in hip hop, it is like you gotta just throw stuff on the internet, and you gotta yeah, no, post, absolutely. You gotta just hope somebody hears it. So like now that we're seeing there's more responses and like people are actually kind of resonating with the music and they're connecting to it. Now it's kind of like I want to try to make like organize things because before yeah. it was like we just throwing songs out on the internet. You don't really know what's gonna come of it, so it's really no point in spending all that time and energy and the stuff that you don't even know you're gonna be able to need or use. Absolutely. So you know since you're working on your album, you know the, the stuff that you throw out on SoundCloud, you know it's just bars for days. <laughs> that's great, and that's awesome, and you need that, you know. And that's how that's how Joey Badass started off, you know. Yeah. But so when you with with your more thought out, you know, written out stuff that you're gonna be putting on your album, like what what can we what what what, I guess, what angle do you take? Are you more conscious or 
how do you go? Um, I definitely want to go like more introspective, like more, more deep music for you to think about when you listen to it. If, if the person playing it's even listening to begin with, like I listen to a lot of Kurt Cobain and a lot of mm-hmm. Janis Joplin and like, okay. that's what like, there's, there's definitely meaning in the lyrics that they're saying, but with them and like a lot of classic artists, it was just about like the tone and like feeling of the record. Like I want to make music that people feel if you get, like, if it makes any sense, like, just through the tone, I want you to be able to like connect to what I'm saying. And then like the tone will bring you into the lyrics and will bring you into the beat. But like, I definitely want to have right, like talk about stuff that is more relatable day to day, like issues that people deal with instead of like talking about like getting money or all that other like oh, yeah. typical rapper stuff. Yeah. That's so plain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I mean, you're coming from Maryland too. Maryland's been in the news, obviously, but like, you know, for everything that's been going on up there with the, with the police and yeah, I mean, the stuff to talk about right now is just, you got to figure out the right way to say it. Yeah. So how's are you going to, you know, do you plan on spitting anything about that kind of stuff or are you just going to kind of keep it to yourself? I mean, I'm not really sure like what a hundred percent, I know what the general theme is. I already have an idea for that. Um, right. But in terms of like the tracks, breaking them down, Pete, like bit by bit, nah, not yet. Cause I usually just read, like I usually just, read as much as I can before like I really go in on these projects just so I can have I can have as much different information and different perspectives outside from the ones that I already have or what I'm actually going through in my daily life no that's smart man so just like you know going out there and throwing something out there and you know I think a lot of people especially in music any kind of media really they get caught up in their emotions on the situation you know I could make or break you as a rising artist yeah, I mean, when, you, when you're talking about stuff, you don't really like, when you're talking about stuff and you want people to take you seriously, especially as a rapper, you kind of like have to make sure your facts are accurate and you're not just, unless it's just a song where you're giving your pure opinion and how you feel about something. But if you're trying to like rap about like facts and things that are actually going on, like they have to be like 100% accurate. It has, yeah, it has. I feel like rappers are, are scrutinized on that kind of stuff, I feel like more than most people. You know, not to make it a race thing, but like, you know, a white celebrity can go out and just say something ridiculous off the cuff you know people just kind of brush it off but you know if rappers say something it's treated yeah. as it's a way different reaction yeah no nah, you're definitely right like it's the reason why like a Kanye West like he went up on the stage grabbed the award from, from uh, Taylor Swift and everything a while back but it's like he shouldn't have grabbed the award but he said something that like stuck with him for a minute and almost like kind of blackballed him until he started putting music back out again. But if it was like the other way around, the backlash probably wouldn't have been like as harsh for like a a, a more appealing artist. You know what I mean? Like someone yeah. that's <laughs> someone that's a little bit lighter than Kanye was. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree, man. So when you when you coming down to North Carolina, we got we got a hip hop scene down here. We're making some moves. I'm hit. I'm hit. I'm hit. The guys like uh, I think Nero Ferrari. What the, I can't remember his name. Dino Ferrari. Oh my God. There's a couple like I can't remember his name, but it's like a couple cats I found on SoundCloud. Deruta King. I heard okay. of him from okay. North Carolina. King Mez. I've heard of him from Carolina. Sure. King Mez is doing some things now, man. Yeah, nah. He's got a lot of credits on that Dre album, and he was actually spitting on that Dre album. It was pretty yeah. tough. Yeah, man. Y'all definitely got talent down there, man. Yeah, man. Just come down, like, you know, when you're done. Or I mean, even when you're working, man. When you're working on your album, come down, collaborate. There's definitely some good stuff. We got the NC State Cypher down here. You ever heard of that? 
No, not even hit. Not even hit. Okay, it's, it's basically a cipher every Monday night at the um, at the school at NC State. There's a cipher, and it started okay. off as just like a couple rappers, you know, a couple local rappers just you know messing around, and it turned into this big thing. Like every Monday night, like a huge group of people come out and cipher. We've had oh, like Ninth Wonder come down over there. We've had Rhapsody come out. Yeah, Rhapsody though. Rhapsody. Yeah. Dope. So if you ever find yourself in North Carolina, by all means. No, nah, we can definitely, definitely set something up, man. Definitely set something up where I can go down there. We can meet and just, I don't know, just connect, try to build with some local guys. I guess. That's what's up, man. Well, yo, listen, it's great talking to you, man. Thank you for calling. Again, hey, everybody nah, who's listening, this is Khan coming from Baltimore. Really good talking to you. You really promising MC. I, I feel like you're going to be doing some major things. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you having me, man. Definitely. I appreciate the love, too, man. Yo, no problem. My pleasure. Have a good night, right. bro. You too, man. Be safe.